Hello, welcome to the Vujade Sports Podcast. Each week we talk sports, breaking news, other off-the-wall topics from the sports world. I'm Matt Brown, joined tonight by my brother Lance. What's up? Hunter Price. Whoop out. And live from Atlanta, Georgia, Jameson Jambon Pugh. Yeah. What's good, Jambon? What it do, dogs? How's the How's your week been? How's your week been? Uh, you know, I've been uh, running around uh, working on my Stacey Abrams campaign. <laughs> I, I I wondered if you were over at the uh, Warnock headquarters last night. Oh yeah, I was about to say somebody had to get get the crowds going. <laughs> all, all, all three or four of them. <laughs> well, evidently not. We got a runoff. It was like I'm coming up to a runoff. Like being in a Biden campaign. Sounds like a political segue to me. Yeah, I bet. See y'all in a few. All right, so uh, this past week, uh, Auburn named Carnell Williams uh, interim coach, and uh, it seems that he brought a little bit of life back to the program that's been, uh, I mean, be honest with you, the last couple of weeks, all the even diehard Auburn fans have just kind of stumbled, kind of turned to the program when, uh, you know, Harson was a dead man walking for the last month or so, um, but he brought a little life back into the program. There seems to be some excitement around um, as much as there can be. And uh, uh, they put up a fight last week, uh, played good, started awful, like worst performance in the first quarter probably all year. Uh, but then they, they uh, fought back a little bit. Um, Jambon, tell us, how do you think uh, – what's your uh, opinion of, of Cadillac's first week? Uh, I know he's got an uphill battle, and like he said, I don't – I don't know how much it'll transition into wins, but it looks like he's getting some positive vibes going. Yeah, no, he definitely brought their enthusiasm uh, last week. So, uh, yeah, no, that that first half about gave me a, gave me a heart attack. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh god, here we go again. But you know, the, the one thing that we haven't seen a lot of is second half adjustments. Yeah. Uh, so you know him and and the. Uh, you know, the, the other staff sounds like or looked like they uh, you know got the team there in the locker room and, and was able to make those adjustments going in the second half and and uh, definitely brought some enthusiasm there. So, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, my opinion was there's a lot of uh, questionable calls going for you know, two points, but you know what? Uh, you know, it was it was getting the team rallied behind them. So, and kind of chalk it up as a win. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of that is you're, you're three and five on the year. You know, your interim staff, what do you got to lose? But um, I liked what they did. Will Friend called plays. Um, he got back to power running game. Um, you know, the offensive line probably played one of their better games of the year. Um, and they got better as the game went on. I think uh, somebody made a good point earlier this week. Auburn came out, couldn't run the football for anything. They, they tried to force the run, couldn't run it. And that's when they got behind early because they were going three and out and Mississippi State was, you know, throwing the ball down the field at ease. But as the previous four or five games, they would have just abandoned that, went to Robbie, started throwing the football all, all over the field, it got out of hand. But they stuck to their game plan. They stuck to what they decided to do. 
Um, they started leaning on Mississippi State a little bit there in the second quarter, and then as the second half went on, and then the holes, holes started opening up. What they wanted to do, they finally got done, and by then it was too late. But they, in the second half, well, they rushed for almost 270-something yards rushing uh, after starting the first quarter with, you know, Tank couldn't find a hole. But um, I think this team, uh, I think they uh, they definitely played harder. Uh, they It was like, I felt like kind of Harson would, he would have a game plan of what he wanted to do, but as soon as adversity hit, it was kind of like Bo Nix last year. As soon as you seen – he would get sacked one or two times. As soon as he seen somebody running after him, it was bail the pocket, run out, and, and try to make a big play. And Harson this year kind of as soon as we got behind or as soon as what they had drew up all week wasn't working, it was abandon this. You know, we got to throw the football all over the field. We don't have the quarterbacks to do that. And I kind of liked how they stuck to the plans last week. Yeah, I, I will tell you this, is that uh, if, if they can get Robbie uh, to where he can actually hit a pass, um, you know, having the threat of the run, you know, the, the past, you know, I, I'd say five, six years where Auburn, especially with Malzahn, uh, whenever he was here, you know, whenever Auburn's offense worked all the way back to Cam Newton and, and you know, all those, whenever we had the threat of running. Uh, at the quarterback position. Um, and I think with Robbie back there, the threat's obviously there. It, you know, it, it could open up the pass if he could actually hit a pass, you know? Yeah. yeah there were some opportunities there uh, Saturday for sure. Absolutely. But um, let's talk about this Saturday night. I think it's going to be a big uh, a big change uh, from – Lance, you were there at the Arkansas game. People were kind of bailing in the third quarter, weren't they? Yeah, into the third quarter people were leaving. You, I mean, you would have thought the game was over when you're walking around outside of the stadium. I don't expect that to be like that Saturday. Think no. There's going to be a good energy and good positive vibes. Going to be, going to be flowing. Should be a good time. There's going to be a lot of old players back. Uh, a lot of people supporting Carnell. Um, and she could just have a little bit of excitement around yeah. around the football well, the football game. It's just a little bit of relief, you know, uh, after the the cloud that's been hanging over the team for really the last three to four weeks. Um, I just think that they have some relief, you know, have a sense of unity for now. You know, everybody's kind of pulling in the same direction now. The Cohen press conference I thought went well. Um, I think he made a, a dang good impression, and, and he said the right things. So I think there's a little excitement around the around the program, which <laughs> they've des- desperately needed. Mm-hmm. What about you, Hunter? What's your thoughts on it? Uh, need to get a head coach. I mean, if we were talking about the team, we're talking about Carnell. No, I was just talking about how they right, changed up a little bit this week. It was one of those things where, as far as a fan, I guess would be the best, the uh, the most I've cheered or got excited about Auburn football since probably you know Chiswick or Tuberville was there. Um, mainly because I think it goes back to what we've talked about. You know, some of these damn Auburn fans have got a little spoiled. Mm-hmm. They won a national championship. A couple years later, went to a national championship. Now they think they're supposed to go every year, <laughs> every whatever it may year. be. So, therefore, they get mad about it, and they don't remember, you know, the days of, of making it to the SEC championship and being happy. Mm-hmm. So, I ain't saying to settle by no means, but, uh, you, you know, at least it seemed like we fought. The kids seemed like they were having fun. Defensively, the second half, they took a lot of stuff away. Mentally, it looked like, and they were flying to the football. Mm-hmm. 
We'll see if that's the case. I don't know. Defensively, they looked at like a total different team second yeah, half. Defense good. And at, and at the same time too with Robbie, I, I I've yet to understand why we haven't been doing what what they did last week. I mean, just zone read to set up the run mm-hmm. or to set up the pass. Uh, they finally did it and started working. I mean, you look at that last drive. We hit a couple passes the the post to yeah, Rob, Robbie, Johnson. I think Robbie. I think Robbie's a better passer than Nick Marshall mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, I don't think he, he's he's no Joe Montana by no means, but mm-hmm. he's better than, than 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 Nick Marshall was. And Nick, Nick Marshall, Marshall had a Marshall had a hell of offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had he had help around him, and mm-hmm. so uh, uh, he also had uh, with at least one receiver that would go get the football. And so that's what that, they got. They got all grow up together. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe maybe through this they'll find a couple ball players that want to stick around. When he freeze gets here and put together a good staff, that's what we really should be looking at, talking about like staff wise. I don't I think it's Hugh Freeze or Bust for me as a head coach. Like I don't see there's no even reason why it even be discussing or wasting energy or time on anybody else. O C well you got the Browse kid from Arkansas. From Arkansas. Yeah, I, I def him or Riles is good. Him him or or Riley, little Riley, little brother Riley. I think he'd be a damn good one. TCU. He's at TCU. Yeah, he's 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 had top. That's right. He's had top ten offenses everywhere he's been. He, and he ain't been in the game and, long. And of course, Carnell stays on staff. Uh, I think, Absolutely. I think Etheridge is going to stay on staff. I think. Um, I think he would keep him on staff. No, no, he will. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And, and then Carnell would be the associate head coach. Uh-huh. So you got a running back coach. You, you got, got a DB DB's coach. coach. You go out and you get Coach O. As a DC, as a not the DC, as a defensive line coach and recruiting coordinator, yeah. I think that's a huge hire from Jump Street due to the fact of uh, just name recognition and understanding what's going on. I mean, I don't know if he'll do it. I yeah. don't know. If, I don't know if they cut his money. He had almost checked out at LSU before, you know, after winning that national championship. As far as work goes, yeah, that'd, well, be, that'd be a stud crew. That we don't need him to work, well. right? We don't need Trooper Taylor didn't work when I was at Auburn. He recruited. Yeah, most of those guys didn't work. There ain't many yeah, coaches that work. They're just out building relationships. Yeah, yeah, it's recruiting. Yeah. You said a thousand times. You gotta have, you know, what Johnny and Joe's or whatever you call it, you know. But Jimmy's uh, and Joe's. If you if you ain't got Jimmy's and Joe's, it don't make a shit. My favorite know? Turbo Taylor saying was he he was sitting on G waiting on O. Yeah. Well where's he sitting at now? <laughs> Arkansas State. He's, he's still there. Florida, Florida. Atlanta. I don't know. He's somewhere. So he's still in the yeah. Who do you go get as a defensive coordinator? That's the question. That's what means me and Schmetting. Who? Schmetting. No, Schmetting, Schmetting, Will Friend, all them dudes getting their walking papers yeah. in a couple of weeks. The only two that's on that sideline that's probably going to stay is, is I would th- think was Etheridge and, and Cadillac. But I tell you, one that's good one is that I, I like uh, Ike Hilliard. Yeah, well. I was gonna say Coach Rock. A lot of people. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of flown on the radar. He was a little with bit. Kiffin at Florida Atlantic. He's he's if, in if it. they do hire Kiffin, he's which I don't know. low key. Uh, with no. all these top recruits, he's he's been one of the main primary points of contact. We cannot hire Kiffin. Three years from now, we'll be on this damn podcast having the same conversation about why we didn't go after somebody else because Kiffin is not going to get along with the atmosphere around yeah. this town. Yeah, it's that, just that simple. Did you see what Neil McCready said in his little podcast? Yeah, today? that's what I've been saying. He said that he he went to light the. They were asking him to light the Christmas tree at the town square, and he wouldn't do it last year, and he did it, but he bitched about it the whole time. This year, he declined the request. He doesn't bitch about things. He he makes these subtle, dumbass remarks under his breath, loud enough so people can hear it. 
and it wears on you. The first year is funny. Oh, that's just Kevin. He's a jokester. Year three, yeah. it's annoying as hell. Mm-hmm. And they just ain't going to talk. I mean, they're just not going to put up with that and shit. And then he subtweets other SEC coaches and then just pokes the bear. They, and he, he had Alabama's defensive play call sheet out under a book at Nick Saban, and he tweeted it out this week, and they play him. Yeah, I mean, they just – He does weird stuff. He does that shit on purpose, and that's cool. I mean, I like watching it from afar, right. but I don't want to be a part of it. Right. Let those two weird son bitches go at it between Mississippi and Mississippi State. Yeah. They can have all the weird shit they want over there, you know. And but I I I don't know. I, DC is the, the, your defense coordinator is going to be the big the the hardest hire because there's really to me with the way offenses play these days there's not just that one dude out there mm-hmm. that's like like Muschamp used to be back in yeah. the day and 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 guy I tell you one that he got a house here Muschamp Chiswick oh Chiswick he's in North Carolina right now. Yeah, but he ain't got no talent. I know yeah. they're terrible on defense. Yeah. But they have zero talent. They 100% recruit if, wide receivers and quarterbacks to come play for Michael Jordan's team. That's all they recruit. If they had a little bit of a defense, that'd be a pretty good team. Yeah, well, I mean, they're 7-1. and one. Shit, I, I don't know if y'all have seen the stats or not, but look, the, kids, uh, the, kids, the, the May kid. He's hey, better than anybody in the country. His you know, stats are better than C.J. Stroud. And Chiswick was at North Carolina, took a break, and then went back. Maybe he would come back to Auburn, come back home and – I just don't know how that relationship with his friends would be. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he's yeah. here, and he has a house here. He lives yeah. here. He, you know, he, he would be a defense coordinator that you could bring in immediately, and he's a hell of a recruiter. Uh-huh. Everybody knows yeah. him. But it'd be, it'd be outside looking in, his weird relationship. You used to be the head coach here. You got fired. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of odd. Odd, odd fit. So, I don't know. I mean, that's – I mean – who, who – I mean, well, who's Hughes' defensive coordinator at Liberty? I don't know, but they have how, a damn good defense. How about them going in there and shutting Arkansas? I mean, that was yeah. They they actually honestly I think, they led a double two scores most of the game. I'm pretty sure they have the number one uh, turnover rate on defense. Yeah, uh, turnover margin. So um, I mean, I think what what the Vujade Sports Podcast here is saying is if what about, we had to uh, put our percentages down, we're what we 65 percent. We think it's going to be huge. I don't. I mean, I think he's your number one option. Yeah. As far as D.C. goes, I've heard T. Will's name thrown out there. I just don't know if he's ready at this this level. I mean, he was at UCF. Hadn't done great. Um, hadn't went up against great competition. He can recruit good, but uh, I don't know. And Derek Mason didn't really work. Hadn't really worked out at Oklahoma State either after leaving here. All right, so let's let's jump in and recap some of last week's games. Um, big game of the weekend, number one, Tennessee. Goes on the road to Athens to play number three Georgia. Uh, I, I hate to interrupt you, but uh, they got co-defensive coordinators at, at Liberty. Liberty. Josh Aldridge. What you got a pass and a run coordinator? Nah, it just says Josh Aldridge and Jack Curtis. No, 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 either one of them. Never heard of them. And so uh, I've not heard of anybody on the staff. Matter of fact. So, uh, besides Hugh Freeze. Uh, Josh Josh Allridge came to Liberty after serving as defense coordinator linebackers coach at Lenore. <laughs> Let me, how do I say this here? I like their strength and condition coach. He's a big old boy. At Lenore Ryan. And he was a recruiting coordinator at West Georgia before that. That'd be a big jump. And this guy's not that old. Um. Brother, he'll find somebody. He'll get somebody local. SEC ties. 
Um, all right, so Georgia 27, Tennessee 13. Georgia wins it by two touchdowns. Jambon tried to tell everybody all week, didn't you? Well, here's your most important hire. Is your uh, Jambon, you awake? Is your strength and conditioning coach. No, I'm just the one at Liberty whose name's, I can't say it, Dominic Studsniski. Studsniski. He was at Ole Miss. Uh, he left Ole Miss, I guess, when Hugh left. And before that, he was at uh, Southern Miss. So he's got he got SEC uh, 2011 campaign. Damn, he's been he's been in the game a minute. He was at Tulsa. Uh, gained professional experience while working at LSU and the University of Notre Dame. And why is he coach there? What's he coach? Condition. The most important position there is. Yeah, we already Auburn already fired theirs. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's weird that they fired all those coaches. Usually, you fire the head coach, name her interim, and the staff hangs out. No, they knew they had to get, cut it all out. I'm yeah. surprised they left. I think the only reason they left the DC in place is because she nope. was the DC, yeah. Yeah. and they were like, "Oh, well, shit. they had the OC. Well, he wasn't. Harson no. was the OC. Yeah, he's just a name." <laughs> um. So and, and he may have said, "Look, fuck him. <laughs> I'm my own man. I'll yeah. stay around because well, I don't they, like what the, the I don't want to go back over. It's cold." What I got out of it was he was the most personable of them. That he is the one that's kind of put in the work, the hardest, wanting to kind of branch out, separate himself. And, and I mean, uh, the first fire, they most made. relatable. Well, either way, I think this will help him in his coaching career. No matter what happens, I mean, the for defense him. They, he made adjustments like I hadn't seen yeah. in like two years. Well, I mean, we, I mean, the first the first fire. That that Hughes got to make. I'll text him. Let him know. His little yeah. friend. Mm, he got to go. Gosh, yeah. yeah. Fucking terrible. Yeah. He's terrible. It's just and he's like not a recruiter. It's been one bad. So hire. You got to be either a coach or a recruiter. And when you're not doing good at both, then you got to go up. And he can go to Alabama again. He can. That's where he played football. He can go and work for Saban in Alabama. Will Will play it? Yeah. He's he's an Alabama kid or not a kid. He is man. That's been one bad hire position after another. Yeah. And it's caught up, and that's why that's the weakest point on the team. Yeah, Will Friend played for, I believe it was Gene Stallings um, back in the day. Any, where do they find these coaches at? Chris Kalinsky. Are you going through Western? You got any inside info? You're going through the whole Liberty staff over here. Yeah, here, like I said, Iowa State, uh, Central Missouri. I mean, have you talked to Brother Hugh? I text him. Did you see what he said in his post game last week when they asked him about specifically about the Auburn job? What did he say? He said, "Well, I don't know if Auburn would want me, but you know, I have uh, I've won at every level I've been." He started just like he was interviewing for the job. You know, he didn't do like most coaches. You know, we're not talking about that or like Dan Lanning just did when they were asking him about it or uh, when Dion did when they were asking him. Hugh started explaining why he'd be a good man for the job. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why they were saying that he's sitting over there just waiting on the phone call. Well, it'd right. be the you best. Know who's listening. It'd be the best Christmas we had in a long time. I can promise yeah. you that. Just for the recruiting aspect of it in general. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, where, are they, where do they sit in recruiting? Probably Liberty. higher than Auburn, right? I don't awesome. know. Liberty's. No clue. I'll I tell you a quick, a quick story before we go to the last week's games. So I was reading an article on Hugh. And they were like, you know, he was bringing in incredible talent at Ole Miss. He, he you know, he got uh, the defensive end, uh, Kim Dietschy, number one player in the country. Uh, they got um, 
um, Laramie Tunzel, number one player in Florida. Uh, and they're like, you know, all these guys that he was getting, the number one player in all these states close to Mississippi. And, you know, it was kind of like, you know, okay, well, they know of Oxford, Mississippi. It's a, it's a good place to go. Yeah, you know, good-looking females, good place to go, You know, easy to recruit there. He said, but one that really got him is when uh, Laquan Treadwell, the night before signing day, did a 360 and flipped from – he was offered by, like, Oklahoma, um, USC, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama. He's from Chicago. And he all of a sudden flips – and without visiting Ole Miss and commits to Ole Miss and goes. He must have got the wire transfer. He, the money hit. And right. so they're like, they're like, that's when he, the red flag started going off when, when a kid from inner city Chicago uh, commits to uh, the Rebels overnight. And uh, Laquan Trevor was the one who really got him. But, I mean, he was, he was raking in the recruits there, which he was NIL just yeah, what, before Kandich- NIL was in there. Yeah, he had, he had the number one player in five states in that class, and then uh, with Adam Dietschy, they had Laramie Tunzel. But if, but if you're, I mean, th- this could be, I mean, with him and what we think he can do as a coach, and what we think he can do as a uh, as a recruiter with this with with the brand new facilities uh-huh. that opens Friday. Uh-huh. What you could, going on that tour? What could he do? Ah. Uh-oh. So we got the the, the, the brand new we got the brand new facility. They sent Bujard Day a special request invite, so we got we'll, we'll see. He's got the brand whoever the coach comes in got the brand new facility. Got thirteen million setting in uh, John Ball's buddies uh, nil for nil. Is that a lot? Uh, yeah, they're they're trying to go for thirty million over uh, I think it was two or three years. And well, they well, hold are, on. They got thirteen. A&M just just dished out thirty million last year, right? Am I wrong by saying that? They they in the recruiting class, they had pledged over the careers of these athletes that much. They you know, divide that up over a couple years, um, but um, as a collective goes, the collective is really wasn't in last year. Last year it was just hey this business you want to get this money we're gonna pledge it to this kid. Uh, now the collectives they get the money up front, and then so these like lobbyists. Some, yes. Oh shit. So um, what a joke. Anyways, you got thirteen million hey, sitting the there. Going to have thirty million. Um, you've got the new facility, but what McCready said in that interview that I really thought, you know what? That's when the bell went off. I said, "This is why it's got to be Hugh." Is he said, "You've got to have somebody at Auburn that's like a politician." He said that Hugh's going to go Has out. Has he not been listening to me for two months? He said Hugh's going to go out. He's going to go out and he's going to hang out with these boosters. He's going to shake their Can hands. Can we go back to the last two weeks and yeah. rewind podcast? the tape? I know. But he said, Hunter, this is the first time I'm hearing you mention it, man. Yeah, buddy, I bet. He said that he said that Hugh was going to do it. He said he'll be at all. He said he'll be at all the boosters. Uh, um, uh, Maybe I phrase it like this: Lane Kiffin ain't going bird hunting. Yeah, Hugh Freeze yeah. will go bird hunting. Yeah, I mean, that's about to say, <laughs> yeah, same thing. It's the same damn thing. Yeah. He'll kiss. That's ass. exactly right. And not so much kiss uh, ass. He'll do what. <laughs> What he, Pat well, Dye he'll do, he enjoys it. That's yeah. just him, and that's he, his personality. He, Kiffin is not. So he, he specifically said he'll light all. He'll light everybody's Christmas tree up. Yeah. He'll do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you freeze to probably come entrenched, become entrenched at Auburn, kind of like how Bruce Pearl has. Yeah, yeah. and that's the that's the that's what you got to have here. That's the vibe and the personality that you got to have to win. Tuberville was that way. Yeah. You know, hey, he is a politician. Yeah, I mean, look at look what he is now. He's shit. He's damn sen- state senator. Yep. 
All right. Um, so, Tennessee, you know, they lost four, by 14 points on the road in Athens. I don't know that wasn't the best thing for them because now they've got three cupcakes left and they're going to have one loss and they only dropped to, in the polls, what, sixth fit, or fifth? And you know there's going to be teams in front of them that lose because they still play. Well, I thought they dropped to seven. No, seven was LSU. They dropped to six. So now you got Ohio State, Michigan's two and three, so one of them's going to lose. And uh, TCU's four. Uh, Two. TCU two. No, Ohio State's two. Georgia one, Ohio State two. Maybe maybe they are four. TCU's four. They should be two. Yeah, where I put them. So, anyways, Tennessee's sitting in in the catbird seat because they didn't got to go to the championship game and possibly lose. Yeah. but it's I think I think they just showed in that game they wouldn't you know they beat Alabama at home but they they're not ready for big time yeah well uh, it's hard to go on the road, on the road especially down there well, hold on where's them right here that oh they're five yes five oh shit then they're already made it clean nah yeah they're college football player yeah they're five because you know Michigan and Ohio State they're gonna lose late that's the last game of the year. Uh, you got Georgia sitting there. Then you're going to have Michigan, pull Ohio up T- State. Pull winner. up TCU schedule. Um, and TCU's going to have the Big 12 championship. They're at Texas this weekend. They're a seven-point underdog Saturday. Baylor and Iowa State. That's, I mean, that's, tough not, that's not a tough – that's not an easy schedule. Mm-hmm. No. And because they, you got to go to Baylor, who's and, not a bad football team. And they got to play the championship. they got a championship game in that conference. How is that conference set up? Is Texas on the same side they are? Let's pull those standings up, Lance. See who's who's go, the opposite. Go up to uh, shit. NC. There you go. Standings. Where you at? Where? Go back. Standings. Right there. We're teaching Lance how to yeah, use. Yeah, we're teaching how to use a computer. Jump on. You didn't teach him before we show. Go all conferences. Go over to your left and put Big Twelve right there. Are you on mute, Jump on? I'm here. I'm going in and off the mute. Can't talk. So it's one. It's one. Uh, you know they may have done away with the Big Twelve championship. I don't. When they lost, they don't, they, they don't have. Yeah, because they lost. Uh, yeah, they I, had it. They had it in. Uh, they Jerry's don't have world. one this but year. But it don't make a shit. That's still. Are they playing at Texas? Yeah. God knows. So this this weekend, and game day oh, will be there. Game day will be there. Who's there? At DC. Who's Texas? DC. You know who Texas? DC is. I do not. No. I hope I'm wrong. It says Big 12 Championship game, Arlington, December 3rd. It's a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Who's the D.C.? Uh, he is a special assistant okay, at so Texas. What they've done is the Big 12 Championship just takes the top two teams. So, could be a rematch. You hear me? The top two ranked teams? Yeah, the top two teams in the division as far as far in the conference as far as conference record goes. So you Gary may P. have a you well, may have a Gary double. P. Yeah, I remember he's an analyst. Well, that, God dang it. That almost that guarantees t- TCU to be there. Yeah, so TCU and Texas may have to play twice. They don't make a shit. It's so watered down over there that it don't matter. If you got one loss in that Oh, league, I, I agree. You I'm out. saying. I mean, they're just no, they're cuz they're do anything they can to get Bo Nix and Oregon back in. Well, they're well, six. They're right that's what I'm the saying. Door. So yeah. if Texas beats T- T- TCU, that's going to kick out any opportunity for a Big Twelve school. How how's Harson going to feel when Bo's sitting in New York? 
Oregon's sitting right, same way I'm gonna feel. Oregon's sitting right there. Ass. I mean, they're just as in good a position as Tennessee. They went out, won their conference. We sat in. up in here all last year and bashed the shit out of that kid. Not me. I didn't. She I never bash him. I was always on Team Bo. Well, you, uh, little backup here, Jambone. I wouldn't. I did bash him earlier this year after Georgia. Huh? I've been saying it for weeks. I have no idea what you said. You said he's going to be in New York for the Heisman. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, let's run through these real quick. We're oh, a little well. bit behind. Uh, number four, Clemson, 14, Notre Dame, 35. Everybody saw that coming, right? Yeah. Mm. Clemson's always a fraud. Jambone has Notre Dame in the championship in the Final Four over here. Speaking of, I, I updated the playoff standings, and Lance, uh, Bama's eliminated. You got Ohio State, USC, and Georgia still opportunity. He's got three. Um, I've got Alabama and OU out, so I've got two available. Jam Ball's still sitting with three available. Of course, USC and Oregon's probably not going together, but technically they're not eliminated with two losses. Yeah, well. And, uh, and, and I got, Hunter's I got, got Clemson. You do have both for Heisman. Um, number 22, NC State, without their quarterback, beats Wake Forest 30-21. to 21. That was the oh, one you, I did not That's think. Ohio University. Yeah. Ohio, Ohio University. <laughs> I bet. Ohio State. Um, who saw the uh, NC State quarterbackless beating uh, I did not. Wake Forest? I, I damn sure did because this is my locker room. I don't think anybody did. No. What happened to Wake Forest? I don't They've know. gone to shit. Bad. They fell yeah, off. Um, they got, what's his name? Sam um, Hartman. Yeah, he's a damn good quarterback. He's played fine, I think. I just. They just, their defense is bad, bad, bad. Well, every day ain't a good defense in the ACC. Um, They're all trash. Down on the bayou, uh, Brian Kelly gets a big win. Uh, number 10, LSU, 32. He's Alabama, still not a very good coach. Alabama, 31. Uh, they he went is two. from the standpoint of uh, going for it. That's what you do. Simple as what that. Did I, That's what have we not talked about last this last year? Yeah. Always go for two if you get the ball second. Absolutely. Especially, you know, he I, didn't go anything complicated. He ran the same exact play Dabo ran against him in well, the championship. I like it. When I, when I talk about going for two, you if if you win the game at the end of the game, and you score with no time left, you go ahead and go for two. Go ahead and get shit over. Seeing so I go to, uh, overtime Absolutely regardless, right. or or if you get the ball first, you score, kick a field goal. Next team scores touchdown, kick the extra point. Then they get the ball in the second overtime. You score. They score, kick the extra point. If you score in the second overtime, you go for two. Always go for two. Because you're about two. to go for two anyway. You're going to have to go for two. On a, you're going to have to have a two point play ready, and you're up next. Yep. Go ahead and go for it. Now, they, uh, that game, Alabama was favored by, what, 13 and a half almost before kick. Now, and I if just he thought, misses that. If he misses it. My aunt had a dick, she'd be my uncle. But if he misses it, everybody says, well, he here he goes running plays. <laughs> Jeb Bo's awake now. Jeb Bo just took himself off mute real quick. He said, he unmuted and then laughed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He, I'll have to use that one. <laughs> he, uh, if he don't my get it. Dick's my uncle. You never heard me say that? Because you're always drunk when you're around. Never sober. If he don't get the two point conversion. Then everybody's saying, "Well, here he is trying to try and do." He don't think he can beat Alabama straight up. Do it now. Well, if you can always get the two you, point conversion. Anybody can always build a narrative about yeah. what they want to believe. So it is what it is. That's a good quote. Um, I like that. Put, put that shit on bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Does people still do that? Hell yeah, baby on board. <laughs> there with the aunt and uncle one. <laughs> <laughs> Brady and the Bucks. Uh, we're getting T-shirts made next week. <laughs> That's going to be in our apparel release uh, next week. Y'all stay tuned. 
We also need to get uh, Brady and the boys put on there. That's why we're confused the last <laughs> yeah, two years. We do. Yeah, we do. Time travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah time yeah, travel. Yeah, all the sayings. Yeah. So Brady and the Bucks, 16. <laughs> Rams, 13. Uh, Bucks get a dub. Um, I never doubted it. I can't believe it. I mean, the Rams have – they got so much talent on that team. I mean, they're ate up with you talent. You got a bunch of bunch of eyes on that team, yeah. not you a bunch also of me. Got a bunch of old motherfuckers too. Yeah, so, I mean it was like the wheelchair game between the Bucks and the Rams. I and mean, then uh, Chiefs nursing home bowl. Chiefs get it done on Sunday night football, twenty to seventeen. Uh, I tell you what, Malik Willis looked good. He played good for. Uh, I think by the kickoff that game was uh, pretty good. DB ain't he? Nine and a half. What nine and a half points? Um, yeah, he had a pretty good DB. All right, um, next topic. Alabama's dropped two of their last three games, which is a rare sight, rare occasion for the Tide here over the last now. 14 years. Uh, so let's talk. Uh, and I think we talked about this off the air. Everybody, has, everybody don't be no, no disrespectfulness. Has on. the NIL and transfer portal even the playing field for some of these teams no. like Clemson and Alabama and, and Ohio, well, yes. Ohio State? Of course. Field, I don't know if it's quote-unquote even the playing field. It just caught them up to what? Yeah. Well, when you can, when you're nil and without nil, and then these other teams can legally nil. <laughs> yeah. It, There's it, a it reason why Mark Emmer's retiring. Yeah. Mm. You know. We did talk about that last year too. You said last year. But I mean, he really, his retirement and Saban wouldn't hang around too long because I, I promise you. I mean, he, and it hasn't even really been that long though. You know. So how? To me, how's there already? How's there already a? Uh, uh, able, a level playing well, field the and it's issue been the short is, of a time Alabama's ate up with talent they've got four and five stars all over that roster the problem is they got fucking Pete Gold he's terrible the, well the main issue is they don't have any playmakers on the offense outside they don't of have Young wide kids. receivers and I don't understand how they don't at the level they've recruited the past decade well, all these guys all these wide receivers that are out there are four and five star receivers but they ain't developed well here's the thing like these other look, cats look I mean I think we could bring Colton on. He could explain it to no, me. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he could. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look. He's over there tweeting about Auburn, so yeah. he ain't worried. He's, quote, he's, he's sub-tweeting he's Brian Harson. Brian Give me a no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jambon, what's, the, what's, the, what's bridged the gap uh, around some of the teams that's that's been dominant the last couple of years? I think the biggest thing that the NIL do, uh, has done, I mean, if, if you look at it strictly it, just on the case of, let's say, Alabama, uh, for example, Alabama used to be able to recruit five stars at, you know, you know, four deep, five deep on their on their depth. So you're goal. talking transfer portal now is what's getting. Yeah, well, well, yeah, transfer portal, but also, I mean, these kids are willing instead of going and sitting, you know, not that they were sitting for free on Saban's, uh, you know, I'm gonna say sitting on Saban's balance sheet there, uh, you know, for the you know historically they're just for the opportunity to be able to play for saving now they're willing to say hey listen now i can go somewhere else i can play and i can get paid and i I think it's swaying them away from from somebody like an alabama now and i think it is it's 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 kind of reallocating people across the board jambon you nailed it yeah you nailed that before you couldn't really transfer a lot of big words it sounded well you know they're looking at it as they're looking at it as a marketing their self Opportunity. The business it's, decisions we heard over the you're last not gonna, five or ten years now, you can make a business decision. And go you're not going to get your NIL sitting on the bench. So I think that's where the transfer portal has picked up. 
you're going to go somewhere. It may, it may be a smaller school, but you're going to get some NIL. You're going to market yourself and your brand, whatever you're going to do, and you're going to get your money. It's I, a money game. I think the NIL has helped more smaller schools, Troy, UAB, Jack State. Well, not so much Jack State because you go down and play immediately then. Yeah. But about to they're coming up to Conference USA next year. So I mean, you you you've got those kind of schools um, that has helped more than anything. I mean, look at the kid at App State. He was at Clemson. Then he went the quarterback. Then he went there. Troy. And, then Clemson. He 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 can play immediately. You know, the number one running back in the country, Ladamian Webb. He went from Florida State. Hell, he went back to seven schools. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. But he could have left Florida State and went to. South Alabama and immediately started playing. DJ Williams from Auburn. He went out to Arizona. Booby Whitlow. <laughs> he didn't go nowhere. Where, where's he at? <laughs> That's what I was. He, he didn't go nowhere. I, we were talking about him the other day. He's at the house. He's, yeah, I, the I mean, home. I never heard anything about. He's him waiting on anywhere. cheese to get crumped back up. Uh, yeah, buddy. He'd be a good one. He'd be a damn good one. Uh, the kid that that had that's got the issues uh, from Lagrange. He left Hudson. He left here. Went to Kobe, Cot. Central Florida. They said he's averaging like sixty something yards a, a game yeah. right now. That's what they said this morning. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, mm. it's, it's what I'm getting at yeah. is it 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 doesn't waste a lot of talent on the bench. Maybe that's what James yeah. was saying. Yeah, I think that's words. what he's he was getting at with you know Alabama stacking talent, with some of these bigger words. schools stacking talent. They're just riding the pine. Well, I mean, to hear our granddaddy say it, that's what uh, that's what made Paul Bear Bryant so good. There was no. There was no limit no to scholarship limit. Right. So he would have 200, 300 yeah. kids on, on just to Just so they wouldn't go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's, um, let's say that so do we, year, do we do we think do we thank or blame COVID for the transfer portal? Because we had the transfer portal before we had NIL. Yeah, we did. Um, so if, the, if COVID doesn't happen, does this stay in effect? This tra- I mean, this transfer portal never even comes up. Like – we're still sit out a year and all this other shit. There's no immediate impact. Yeah, you know, it may not. It may not have the transfer. Maybe portal. not. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't. Are you are you saying Jimbo Fisher started COVID? <laughs> Jimbo Fisher is he hadn't been a, the the transfer portal kings Lane Kiffin. Yeah, who you're thinking yeah. about? No, what's yeah, his name? Jimbo's the NIL king. Jimbo's in my, Well, yeah. Jimbo's the guy that got a bunch of guys, old white men, to give him a bunch of money so right. he can go get some players. Yeah, and and then and then for the next three years he's gonna say they're young. Yeah, we're starting twenty eight freshmen. Now, These guys. cats are three and six on guys, the year after me, starting at number six. Give me a few days. It's gonna take me. You know. <laughs> I saw somewhere where Cadillac said Cadillac Williams could ruin uh, Jimbo, Fisher. Jimbo Fisher's career this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. They're starting a new quarterback too, right? They're starting a the freshman quarterback. He yeah. may be their best option. What's also. his name? H- Higman or I thought he yeah. got hurt. Something. Uh, uh, he played. A, he played a little bit earlier in the year, and then number they, fifth. Yeah, they, they took. He didn't. He played against South Carolina when they lost a little yeah. bit. He played against South Carolina. They lost on the road, and, they, and then they went back they to Hayes King. King so. Um, well, I tell well, you they, what, they get Carzada. What's he doing? Uh, he's gonna hang out at Auburn. He's still at Auburn. Yeah. T.J. Finley's transferring out, but Calzada's gonna hang around and see who the next coach is gonna be. Ain't gonna make a ship because you know why? Because they're, they're gonna hit the transfer portal and get a quarterback, yeah, whoever right. it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Bo got a year left. He's got one year left. How cool would that be? That would be if he came back and with a decent coaching staff. Yeah, but I, I doubt he does because he's he's gonna get a he's gonna get a good grade after this year. This is the that's the kid right here. Mel Copper's got Bo as his number six quarterback right now. Uh, I, I, I thought they couldn't transfer more than once. You're uh, correct. 
You're correct. They yeah, can't. They, they can't. They, after they transfer the first time, they got to sit out a year. No, yeah. Bo can because here's the thing: he has his one free transfer, which went to Oregon. He can do a grad transfer because and transfer student. back as a graduate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the May kid. Yeah, that would be. I think he's the hottest. Oh, absolutely. Hottest topic to go after. Uh, there. Yeah, uh, he had. Uh, I was looking at a stat comparison. Now, I know the ACC's. Him, I know the ACC's worn down, but do you leave from there knowing that the receivers are not going to be as good here as they are there? But I don't know if that's necessarily true and because they've got a good freshman can class he run? here. Can he run? Yeah, yeah, he can. He, is he, can. he a dual threat? Yeah, he, he he's a, he's got he over a Malik five, Willis type quarterback. Yeah, he's got over five hundred yards rushing on the year because that's exactly what. Uh, he's very mobile. He could definitely run. What brother uh, Hugh? He's wants. fast. Yeah. What they said and you, you put him with a freeze. Two of the hottest names in the transfer portal next year are going to be the loser of the Carson Beck Brock Vandergrift. Um, this fight like a UCF at, fight at Georgia. That's their backup quarterbacks. Who? Uh, Brock Vandergrift and Carson Beck, both five star quarterbacks. They're number two and three. Fuck that. Whoever loses that's bouncing. We've so, seen how that worked out, West Virginia. Yeah, but that guy was on his second transfer. Nah, I'm out on him. I, I would really go after somebody that's a smaller school that's doing – speaking of smaller school doing in, incredible things, what about our quarterback in Carsey Award? Whatever happened to him? The one that was in, in Carsey Award. I mean, probably, Carson at Word? I think I'm saying it. No, it's Ward. Uh-huh. R-W-R-A-W-A-R-D. And you know what I'm talking about? Had the, had the Cardinal. Yeah, what was his name? I can't remember, but he had some freakish numbers. I just wonder what he's doing now. What he's doing now? <laughs> you going to sing for us? Um, Lindsey Scott Jr.? No, it ain't him. Let's see. Cameron Ward. That's him. Cameron yeah. Ward. He's at Washington State. Is he playing? Let's see what he's doing. Um, let's see how he did this year. Is he what, starting there? What about Penix Jr.? He's, he's at Washington. He's, I know, but um, is he if he graduated, we get him. I don't, I don't know about him. Uh, he is he, he's um, good. Um, oh, Cameron Ward uh, this year has thrown for two thousand three hundred sixty <laughs> yards. And we let him go. Nineteen <laughs> touchdowns. We can't have a interception. Eight. Uh, to me, the top. And we didn't even have to talk to him. Top guy. That you would go after would be Drake May. Yeah, thirty-two touchdowns, three interceptions. If he jumps in, and the, here's the, here's the biggest he thing: he don't get off. When Chiswick comes down to be huge DC, bring him with him. Here's the thing: hop in a truck. He's been sacked twenty. Where are you going? He's Auburn? been sacked twenty twenty-three times, and he still has over five hundred yards rushing. All right, let's jump into it and catch up. So he ain't scared to get hit, so he might as well get ready. Yeah, twenty. That's, the, that's where we need to go to the the portal. Is it O line? Oh, that's whoever comes in. That's that's priority number one. O line because you're gonna have to lose all those guys, which kick them out the door. Ain't got Twenty twenty two pigskin pick them contest. Um, updated standings. Right now, I'm in first at fifty one wins, fifty losses. Hunter second, forty eight wins, fifty three losses. Jambones third, forty five wins, fifty six losses. And then Lance with forty three wins. 58 losses. You know how loud he's... Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Jamal's just throwing that shade. 
Uh, could you imagine oh. being last behind Jamal? Could you imagine being last in the farm D lock of the week? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't because we'll I'm we'll there. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, All right. Erectile dysfunction without telling me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Lance. We'll start with you since you're in the rear. Uh, number seven, LSU. You call him, Lance. <laughs> Big weekend. Number seven, LSU. Uh, gives up three points on the road in I'm Fayetteville. Line short, I don't. LSU. Ain't that line short? LSU. I think they've been by two touchdowns. So you're going to LSU? Yeah, so that's, so it's, it, it's smelly. It's it, it, it smells. Jamon, you going to LSU or Arkansas? Give me LSU, man. I'm a, I'm a believer. We got a quaint queen. We got a clean I'm, sweep I'm a of LSU. Uh, the fighting Gus Malzahn's number 22 in the nation, go on the road to New Orleans and play number 17, Tulane. Tulane is a point-and-a-half favorite. Uh, Jambon, who you got? Oh, give me the fighting guesses. UCF it is, huh? Give me the bus. All right, Hunter. Yep. UCF. Yep, unfortunately. I'm going Tulane. On, uh, they're at home. Um, Toss-up game. I think they get it done. Lance. Tulane. Lance going Tulane. We're 2-2 two and two on that one here. Number twenty. Don't, don't screw me, James. Number twenty-five, Washington, and uh, their QB we talked about, Penix Jr., uh, goes on the road to Eugene to play number six, Oregon, and Bo Nix. Oregon thirteen and a half favorite, point favorite at home against Washington. Hunter, Washington. Ooh. Have to ride with Washington. Their offensive coordinator is seventy-two percent against the spread. Yeah, I like Washington as well. Um, that's a lot of points. Washington's a good team. They put well, up their, points. He's their OC, uh, head coach now. Uh, Lance, you got? Oregon. Ooh, you think it's going to be a blowout. Jambon? Man, I, I, I thought I was going to be out here on the island by myself. Give me Washington. God dang it. Jambon loves <laughs> some points, boy. He loves some points. Hey, give me the point. I, I, the, the few times I've seen Washington play, I like their quarterback, man. He's a stud. But maybe we can get him yes. in the portal. He is. He's, he's already transferred in the portal. We just talked about it about two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs> Appreciate it. Some black beans. <laughs> yeah, you're always cooking you should, while you're on here. You should call where, him. Where, where was he at last year? Trivia. Jambo. Uh, where was Pence Jr. at last Matt, year? Matt, Matt, I knew he had transferred, but uh, Matt told me. Uh-huh. Uh, Starts with the I, it? ends with the A. And a red. <laughs> it wasn't? And the red. Yeah. Starts the I, ends with the A, Hoosiers. And they were good at basketball. Indiana. Yeah. Indiana. So, right. And Chambon, where's your dog? What's the update on that? Oh, he's here. He's about to go to the Humane Society. <laughs> Be good to that dog. Um, Dude, I, I, I want to send y'all some pictures of where he tore up my floor and my, and my front door. Well, that's because you don't put a pit bull in a freaking apartment. Well, I don't think it's nec- that deposit back. I don't think it's necessarily the dog's fault here. <laughs> uh, all right, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, playoff bound currently. Number four, TCU goes on the road. They're undefeated, too. It goes on the road to number 18, Texas. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Um, I'll start here. I'm going with TCU, and I think TCU wins the game outright. What say you, Lance? TCU. James? Give me them horny toads. Loves them Dang some it. points. Hunter? 
heart and brains in two different spots. You got your nose and the mic. <laughs> my heart and my brains in two different spots. Gary P ain't going to do anything against his old school like that. You are a Longhorns fan. No, I'm not. That's a negative one. That was a joke. <laughs> Nobody's laughing. Uh, TCU. <laughs> it's because y'all don't understand comedy. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, hey, just to skip ahead a little bit, uh, Georgia and Tennessee aren't playing each other again this week. <laughs> yeah, we had that on on the sheet, and uh, we forgot to X that out. So we we had already said we were going to bring that up and remove it. Um, all right. Uh, number nine, Alabama goes on the road to uh, Oxford and plays number eleven, Ole Miss. Um, Alabama is a twelve-point favorite on the road, and I think this line halfway says uh, surely Alabama's not going to lose three out of their last four. So, what say you, James? Yeah, I was about to say, give, give me Alabama, man. They're going to bounce back. What time does it kick off? It's a two thirty CBS. Mm. What you got, Hunter? Let me go. Ole Miss has kind of historically given Alabama trouble, though. Give me Ole Miss. Oh. I don't think Ole Miss is going to lose, or Alabama's going to lose. Yeah. But I think they're going to be closer than the experts think. All right, Lee. Um, I'm on Alabama. I think that uh, Ole Miss's defense is going to be a relief. It was something Alabama needs to see. Tell you what it good. will be. It'll be the over. <laughs> you dang right. I can promise you that. Because Ole Miss is going to score on them too. Yeah. And Alabama is going to score on them. I tell you what, in this game, I said the same thing about Georgia-Tennessee last week. I said it to several people. Um, Alabama better survive the first quarter good. Tennessee didn't survive the first quarter with Georgia, and that's where that game separation stayed. If If – after losing two of their last three, if, if Ole Miss comes out there and jumps up 14 nothing or something like that, watch out. But I don't think it'll happen. I think Alabama's going to score easily on Ole Miss. I think Alabama probably wins by 17. Lance. Kiffin is going to be in his bag Saturday. They're coming off a bye week. That's a lot of points. Uh, their offense is definitely good enough to score on Alabama. Uh, now, their defense is going to give up some, but give me Ole Miss. My boy. Ole Miss. I don't think Ole Miss is offensive. We need, we, as an Auburn fans, need Alabama to win. We need yeah. that to, to, to just kind of deflate that little Lane Kiffin theory, especially after Hugh Freeze stumped Alabama, uh, Arkansas last week by 14. Um. Battle under the lights in Jordan Hare, Texas A and M uh, comes to Auburn. Auburn is a one and a half point favorite. Who you got, Lance? Give me Auburn. Is that not yeah. crazy to y'all that Auburn's favorite? They got the same records. I know, but one was preseason number six, and one was preseason not ranked. I get it. I mean, it's just wild. Yeah. Yeah. We wasn't supposed to be worth the shit. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, James, who you got? Give me, uh, give me Auburn at home. <laughs> <laughs> All day. Uh, he said like he was on a pickup contest. <laughs> yeah, Hunter, who you got? Give me Auburn at home. All right. Give, 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 give it to him. Uh, no, give, give it to him. Um, I'm riding with Lack and the boys. They get it done in Jordan Hare. Break this skid. 
And I think Jimbo Skid continues to help. It'll be six straight for them. Is uh oh shit? What's his name? The he was uh Damien Craig still there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Might yep. not be a bad one to pick up. Old DC. Yep. It's all Gucci, Damien Craig. You remember? You know that? That's where he uh, he started. Uh, um, all them guys saying it's all Gucci. When? It was like 2012, 2013. When was Duke Williams at Auburn? Shit, I don't know. And he owes me money. Yeah, well, was you saying it before him? Uh, he was, I was in high school. 14, 13, 14. 14. So Duke was, was – uh, he got a little trouble. I get my guys to get with his guys. Duke got in a little trouble at Sky Bar, and he got in a little trouble with the coaches, and he was a little butt hurt. He was thinking about leaving Auburn. They sent Damian Craig over to, a par- to his apartment. He came back. He told the staff, "Look, everything's Gucci. He's good to go." Gucci. All right. Good for him. Uh, let's jump on to the National Football League. Uh, Seattle Seahawks go on the road to Tampa and play the Bucks. Seahawks are six and three, by the way. Quiet. That game is in Europe. Okay, they go on the road to Europe. No, Germany. It's actually Germany. 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 Yeah. Germany. That in, is Europe. In Germany. Yeah. <laughs> That's continent. Well, I, that's a big. I threw a big net there. It's in Europe. It's in North America. Yeah. It's over. Auburn and Texas A&M playing in the United States this weekend. Auburn, no, no, it'd be like Auburn and Texas A&M playing North America. That's right. <laughs> what do you think about that, James? Uh, I agree. There you go, James. Does yeah. Germany include Europe? Uh, last time I checked. Or does Europe include Germany? Germany. All right. All right. Who y'all have? It's mad. Bucks minus three. Start with you, Hunter. Seahawks. The Hawks. I'm going Seahawks too. Time to get the dub. That's a lot of travel for them old bones of Damn Brady. Right. Lance? They got to take him over a couple days early. Get Bucks. James? I guess Lance hates money. Uh, give me them Hawks. I guess he does, don't he? Um, Brady will lead them back. They'll win by one and a half. Here we go. <laughs> Cowboys are back in action this week after a bye Against week. Against the best team in, in the league. They go to the pack. Cowboys are a four and a half point favorite in Lambeau Field. Can they just go ahead and shut How it down? How is that not big points? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Ten and a half. Because the pack still gets some credit. I'm going Cowboys. I think they win by touchdown. Lance. Cowboys. James. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. Hunter. Hell yeah, I'm going Packers. All day. They lose by the field goal. <laughs> they lose by three. I was about to say, if you're paying the payroll, you might as well go. Damn right. Plus, uh, we picked up the guy that the the Raiders fired. So. Hey, Danny, Danny sent a TikTok. Should I put it on air? No, not at all. <laughs> All right, uh, Chargers go on the road to San Francisco, and the 49ers are a touchdown favorite. Um, it's not a long trip, but it's a trip up north. Um, jump on, 49ers minus seven. Who you got? Uh, give me 49ers at home. Mm, Hunter. Chargers. I'm going Chargers, too. That's a lot of points in the NFL. 49ers win, but I think we might push this one. Lance? You know I'm rocking with Herbert's heroes. Chargers. 
They're getting healthy too. Yeah. All right, boys. It's time for the Bulls, Bands, and Barrels Farm Deed Lock of the Week. Uh, updated standings through ten games. I'm sitting at seven and three. Lance is a couple games back in second at five and five. Hunter and Jambone rocking at forty percent, four and six. That's what I'm talking about. It's James. a fight to the end. I'm talking about James. Uh, we'll start there with you, Jambone. Uh, Give us your pass. Bulls, Bands, and Barrels Farm Deed Lock of the Week. No passes. <laughs> no, bro. I'm, I'm looking at who plays this week. <laughs> Hunter, yeah, I pass. You pass too. Yeah. Lance, who you got? Uh, lock of the week this week. Rolling with a team that's, that's good against the spread. They're at home, and they just so happen to be playing the Gus Bus that's coming into town. Give me two lane. The Green Way. Two lane minus one and a half. Two lane. Probably going to win by at least a touchdown. So, you heard it here. All right, James, you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. Hold on, everybody. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody, get, get your pen, get your paper, sit down, wherever you're at, take this note. If he speaks clear it, schedule. clear your schedule. Clear your schedule. If he speaks call it, it's done. Call, call your mom and them. All right, what you got? Uh, all right. I'm going to ride with them two weeks in a row. Give, give me Tennessee and them balls. At home, coming off a bounce back game, coming off a loss, back at home, minus, minus 20 and a 20 half. and a half over Zoo. Over Zoo. Gotcha. Is that hook? It, it, it wrangled me in. I think it's going to be at least. That's because days. that's what Vegas wants you to do. That game's going to be like mm. a 17 Well, you know game. what? Vegas, Vegas sucker. You know, you know what they say about the Georgia hangover? You ever heard about that? <laughs> the Clemson hangover, the Alabama hangover. Uh-huh. Missouri's not a bad team. No. I can tell you that. They, they've played everybody they've. This year, close. Yep. They've been in every game they've they played. They almost beat Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but not in Neyland Stadium. That's true. All right. I'm rolling with the um, Tennessee Titans at home Sunday against the Tennessee Denver Broncos. Uh, Tennessee Titans minus two over the Broncos Sunday. Lock it in. It's my lock of the week. It's a done deal. Hunter, what you got? It's already up at two and a half. I'm going to go. We'll put two, though. It was two when I wrote it. You can't. I tell you what, I'm going to go with Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Missouri. All right, recap. I've got the Tennessee Titans minus two at home versus the Broncos. Lance has two lane minus one and a half at home against the Gus Bus in Central Florida. James is going out with. uh, He's going out with Hendon Hooker, Best Josh Heupel, and the Vols, minus 20 and a half. And Hunter said, Jambon's lost 60% of his vets this year, so I'm going against him. I'm going with Missouri. No, cut, You're tied. <laughs> listen, listen. Jambon. <laughs> Jambon, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you yes. something, Jambon. Tell us something. There's only, one ho- there's only one hooker in Tennessee. The rest are volunteers. That's right. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. If you're good at what you you do, you're going to get paid for it. That's right. Yeah. Very true. All right. That's all for this week. We'll be back with you next week. Same time, same place. Make sure you follow the Vujade Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week, we out. Whoop-ow. Peace. Something in the orange tells me we're not.